0: Hey, what's up? This week's personal branding profile is on the Tinder Swindler. That's what's up today on Brands on Brands. Check it out. Hey, hey, what's up? This is Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal branding coach. Welcome to Brands on Brands. Today, we are talking about the Tinder Swindler. This is a popular show on Netflix. If you have not checked it out, you've got to watch this show. But I thought, hey, I really enjoyed this. I would love to do a personal branding profile talking about this show, this character today and what lessons we can learn from this story. But first, before we jump into that, if you guys are new to the show, make sure to go to brandsonbrands.com. Check out our website, our content, our newsletter, all of our freebies there uh, for you guys to download. If you're building your personal brand, we've got a personal brand toolkit. We've got an online school for podcasting, all the things you need right there at brandsonbrands.com. But today, today we're talking about this show that has hit... Caught the world by flame, if you want to, if you want to call it that. Definitely, in my household, was a show that we binged watched. It was so interesting to get through. And here's the plot of the Tinder Tinder Swindler: an Israeli man, born Shimon Hayut, traveled around Europe, presenting himself as the son of Russian-Israeli diamond mogul Lev Lviv, A.K.A. the Diamond King. Right. So he's traveling the world, telling people that he is the son of a diamond king. Right. So obviously pretending to be very wealthy, very rich, very well off to attract people into his con. He used a dating app, Tinder, to contact the women as Simon Laviv and trick them into lending him money that he would never repay. He would charm the women with lavish gifts, take them on fancy dinners and private jets, but he would do that using the money he borrowed from a previous woman, right? That con just kept perpetrating itself over and over and over again. It was this massive Ponzi scheme. He would later pretend that he was being targeted. Once he, you know, said all these lovey-dovey things and pretending he was in this deep relationship with them, he would then create this scenario of high stress where he would say, Hey, I really need some money. You know, I'm good for it to protect me from my enemies. I'm being targeted. And he would send these messages and pretend and send pictures that he's being attacked and ask the women to send him money. And they would, because this wasn't some, you know, first introduction. This is someone they've been on dates with, that they've been intimate with, that has spent money on them to a lavish degree to where they felt very comfortable with this person, right? It was a long con. It was the kind of thing where you build this very intimate trust. And of course you wanna help someone that you're falling in love with or that you have a relationship with. And that takes me to, you know, the the show goes on and on. Eventually a guy gets caught and great show, great entertaining uh, stories along the way. But the lessons there, I think for personal branding uh, are important. And no, I'm not saying we should all go out and start conning people, but there's two elements to this that I think stand out to me. One is the idea of social proof, right? We've talked a lot about that this week, or we will be with the different episodes we're going through, but social proof in this case, when the girl meets the guy you know on tinder the first proof is his profile right he's saying all the right things he has a picture it's actually him he's a real person and he's texting and then when you do the google search behind the man with the same name what do you find right you find the social proof you find the website that describes who he is you find the articles written about his family's wealth all of which he created and placed on the internet for them to find right but that created the social proof and authority that brought these people into to trust him. And that goes to what the power of this is. Now, if used negatively, really bad things can happen. But if used positively for someone who actually has credibility, who actually has accomplished important things, having the social proof to build trust is important, right? Being featured in an article, if you're a speaker, being featured in Forbes and CNN and Fortune is The proof someone needs to know that you're trustworthy. Speaking on stages at an event is social proof to know that this person knows what they're talking about. Writing a book has always been a huge authority driver to prove to people that you are an expert in your field, right? Because you've laid all your thoughts there down on paper for people to analyze, review, and form their opinions on. Point is, if you share your perspective and you put your ideas out there in a public place, you are building social proof. So... To move forward in a career that requires trust, in a career like coaching, consulting, teaching, and speaking, in any of those careers where you know, or a service-based business where people are trying to figure out who they can trust, having social proof is important. And what types of social proof is up to you? What are you most comfortable doing? You can choose that road. But that social proof that he used is an example of how powerful this can be. Now, I'll also say that. Well, another lesson that can be drawn from this show, The Tinder Swindler, is if you look at what the problems were, it was that this wasn't real. So at the end of the day, you can create all the social proof you want, but you have to back it up. So having real customers that provide real testimonials and refer you real business is hugely important. So the quality of your work has always got to be front and center. So if you want real social proof, then you have to provide real results. And those results have to be shared and validated by third parties. So think about that. You know, How can I get out there and provide more proof that the work I'm doing is impactful? Even if you have to start out giving some of that work away for free so that you can build that trust and have those examples of success, hugely important so that Any of the social proof you've built from being a guest on podcasts or being featured in a blog so that all of that front end work is backed up with the authenticity of what you're really helping people with is important because otherwise you're no better than the Tinder swindler, and you're creating a Ponzi scheme yourself. So what are you doing to put your perspective out there, to share your actual knowledge and to actually make an impact in people's lives so that the social proof from top to bottom Supports your brand and your story. And guess what? Every time you build it once, every time you help someone once, it's all cumulative. It adds up over time to being this massive snowball of influence that helps you continue to propel your business and build something lasting and long term. That's what I got for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed our deep dive into the Tinder swindler. Uh, And as always, if you have a chance, subscribe to the show, follow the show, and leave a review or rating if you liked it. And otherwise we will catch you next time. Thank you.